We had yep. some really weird ice cream today. Well, not weird. I mean, it was really good. It was just strange. It, there were lots of interesting flavors at the place we went. Yes. We tried one that was goat cheese, thyme, and honey. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. We just sampled that one, though. So neither of us yeah, got Yeah, neither of us got scoop. that one. Um, they had a delicious bourbon peach cobbler that we I both know. got a scoop of. I actually kind of want to go back and get a pint of that flavor I if they have it. You. It was in it, it is what I want peachy paterno to taste like. <laughs> uh, is I don't know if it's even called is it It still is. It's yes. still okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I also got a roasted beet and fresh mint yes. ice cream. Which was surprisingly amazing from the little spoonful that I tasted of it. It was so good. I would definitely get that one again. Yeah. Yeah. I had cilantro lime. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're just very herbal forward. Yes, they are for sure. They feel like the kind of place that would also at some point have like a black pepper maybe kind of flavor or maybe even a... I feel like I see some places do like a salted miso caramel Mm, and I could see that being a flavor that they might experiment with. Yeah. Yeah. There were definitely some options of flavors that are considered more savory items i would say um nothing outrageous but like you said more of right the herbal stuff (laughs) um yeah man (laughs) (laughs) they make herb ice cream man but no i loved everything i had there yeah i don't can we give the place a shout out yes of course probably should it's called lick Lick ice cream. Lick honest ice cream. Yes. I think it was. I feel like they have multiple locations here in Austin, Texas. If, you know, anyone listening wants to go hunt them down. And now Cody's drinking his tea. <clears throat> Sorry, I have been talking so much today, and the ice cream always coats my throat a little bit, and I just was feeling <clears throat> especially. Troubled in the throat. (laughs) More troubled than usual. Yeah. So, hence the tea. I popped a Sudafed right before we started recording because I feel like it... Well, first of all, I've been congested ever since I was sick last week. Mm -hmm. But also, I feel like it helps open everything up. Like, I'll probably take one before karaoke tomorrow night because Uh, it keeps me nice and clear. Right. No post-nasal drip. Maybe I should have one, too, because I've got to be clear for tomorrow night. I know. It's karaoke 2.0 for all the listeners who have stuck with us for a year. (laughs) Yeah. Just about a year, anyway. We did talk about karaoke on a previous episode. We did. I think I know most of the songs that I want to sing. Okay. I have definite ideas for three songs that I would like to do. Okay. Not sure if I will definitely do all of them and might just have to see what strikes my fancy tomorrow night. It strikes your fancy? That may have been a clue. (laughs) Not saying it is or isn't. I definitely know two songs that I really want to sing. One I feel like is right within my wheelhouse, right within my range, should be fine. The other one's a bit of a belter. It's not really for someone who is as nasally as me. Hmm. However, I really want to sing it anyway, so I probably will. Okay. So those are my two that I've planned. And it's this is 
actually really boring podcast talk because we're not actually giving any names. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah. But maybe after we have given our performances at karaoke, right. in next week's minisode, we can... Follow up. We could, yeah, we could let our listeners know what we sang and how the public responded because we know you're dying to find out. <laughs> Head on over to our Instagram mm-hmm. and comment on our most recent post what your go-to karaoke song is. There we go. How's that for listener engagement? Maybe we could even share some videos of ourselves That's at karaoke. That's what I'm thinking. And also, if you guys aren't following us on TikTok... You are missing out on visual components that are very illuminating Mm -hmm. to the content in which we speak. Yes, Yes. I agree. So today we kind of were struggling to come up with an idea for what to talk about in this mini-sode. I think just because we were so excited to be around each other. (laughs) Uh And we decided that we would write down some TV-related questions and put them in a hat, which I'll now reveal. (laughs) Nice reveal. (laughs) Thank you. So we're going to pull some questions out of a hat and we're going to answer them. And I have no idea what they're going to be about. Some of them might be serious. Some of them might be silly. Well, I mean, you have an idea what half of them would be about because you wrote half of them. You're right. Do you want to pull first because you're the guest? Oh, well, sure. You're also older than me. And age before beauty. But does that mean that (laughs) I would be taking two turns? Yeah. (laughs) Ha ha ha. No, I'm just kidding. Elena, you're beautiful in your own way. That is the (laughs) best backhanded compliment you can ever give someone. (laughs) I mean it, too. Wow. Just sip away over there. Sorry. Hopefully that hot beverage doesn't find its way onto you. I'm trying to keep my throat lubricated so that people will actually want to continue listening. Let me dig into the hat here. Boy, how Drew Carey on whose line is it anyway am I right now? (laughs) I, I'm sorry, really, just really quick. I think about the episode of Whose Line all the time where I think it's, is Colin the really tall guy? That's Ryan. Ryan. Colin's the bald one. Ryan is pretending to be Carol Channing, like with vertigo or something, and he hits his head into one of the light bulbs on the bottom of the desk, and it shatters on his head. I remember that. It is one of yes. my favorite moments from that show. It's so hilarious to yes. me. Yes. Wasn't it that his head like kept getting stuck? Yes, to set that's up what it is. Or something? Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Anyway. Such a great show. Okay. Um, now, I don't know which one of us wrote this question. Oh, God. <laughs> but which would you rather do? Watch an entire episode of The Big Bang Theory or cut off your pinky toe? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you, you're asking me this. Well, yes. Okay. I have to admit that I have actually seen several episodes of The Big Bang Theory already. And who kidnapped you and forced you to watch them? (laughs) My dad. Okay. (laughs) So I think just because I've already seen it before and it isn't the most offensive thing I've ever seen and I need my pinky toe for my budding climbing hobby. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're budding OnlyFans where you just show your feet. (laughs) No. (laughs) Nobody go look at that. That's not a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I would pick Big Bang Theory. Okay. What would you pick? I could totally live with only nine toes. So, 
This could be really offending one person I know that has listened to some of our episodes. Oh, well, sorry. I hope you don't stop listening. <laughs> I just think the Big Bang Theory is not funny at all. I don't ever want to watch it. Like I have seen clips that made me like viscerally uncomfortable because of how unfunny they were. And I, I would never subject myself to watching a whole episode on purpose. Okay. Sorry. Hey, that's fine. But not sorry. What do you think it is? This is not a question from the hat. But what do you think it is that separates like Big Bang Theory from another sitcom that is good? Like, <laughs> I guess that's a really, it's both an easy and a hard question to answer. Because I feel like with Big Bang Theory, all the pieces are in place. And clearly it's funny to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But for you, if you could very succinctly sum up what is the difference? I think, based on what I know of the show, it just feels so pretentious to me. Okay. Like It just feels like the kind of show that the people who are writing it and acting it, they all just... It's like they were told it was funny and just believe that it is mm-hmm. without actually making it funny. Okay. Like, I don't know if that makes sense to anyone but me, but in my mind, like, I see clips of it and I go, how can anyone actually think that's good? That they're doing a good job right. whenever they deliver a line like that, whenever they write a line like that. Okay. That's just me. And I'm not saying that, like, everyone on it is not talented right. or that... Like, people didn't work very hard to make that show a success, because clearly they did. Right. Clearly I'm in the minority here. But I just feel like it it didn't earn the acclaim that certain people think that it should have. Okay. I like that answer. Yeah. All right. I'm going to pick from the hat now. Do it. Oh, man. I love this question. Okay. Who is the sexier cartoon character? Stu Pickles from Rugrats or Grandpa Phil from Hey Arnold? Wow. I'm going to say Grandpa Phil. Interesting. Because um, a little butt crack chin does it for me. Yikes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's not the reason. I think Phil is so full of wisdom and life experience. Okay. Sure, a lot of his stories are bold-faced lies and sure he quit school in what was it like the sixth grade Mm -hmm. and then had to go back as an elderly man to finish you know um and somehow like was totally fine with just finishing the sixth grade and not continuing on to any other education but I, i just i don't know he's got a a confidence and a swagger about him that Makes him a a very appealing person. Okay. I can see what Pookie sees in him. I think for an equal but opposite reason, I would pick Stu. Hmm, okay. If that makes sense. Let me explain, because it doesn't. Yes, please do. So, I feel like Stu is a bit of a hot mess. Uh Uh-huh. And I think about the episode where he's up really late making, like, pudding. Okay. Or whatever. Uh, I think that's what he's doing anyway, or he's doing something. He's cooking some kind of food for some reason in the middle of the night, and he's saying, like, 
I've lost control of my life or something. There's something funny he says. It's a meme that floats around from time to time. Mm. And I feel like that kind of stew energy is actually exactly what I go for in a man. <laughs> <laughs> and so for that reason, I'm naturally just drawn to stew. Okay. Yeah. Cool. See, I'm drawn to stew, but of like the meat variety. Like the soup, you know, uh-huh. with, like meat and vegetables. I, I feel like stew pickles is like the opposite of grandpa because he has no wisdom. Yeah, no wisdom. Yeah. I feel like I'm remembering him to have a nice nose or at least a big nose. It is quite a big nose. And yeah. that's also checking another good box for me. So. Wow. Okay. I don't know if I made that too real. <laughs> I mean, I don't share that um, opinion with you, I guess. Wow. But I'm not going to judge you for your kinks. <laughs> yeah. No kink shaming here. All right. All right. I think that's one of you mine. You stuck this one together too well, Elena. I mean, whoever wrote this one, I totally can't tell <laughs> that it's different from the way I folded mine. All right. How do you feel about the recent news that Kevin Spacey is starring in a movie premiering at Con? Yeah, sorry, that was one of my serious ones. <laughs> uh, well, um, I just don't understand who is hiring him. I know. Like, why is that happening? He does not need to keep working. For one thing, he made enough money that he doesn't have to work ever again. Right. But also, like, who is going to see a movie with him in it? There has been no public reckoning of like oh yeah we were a little too hard on him let's yeah. give him another like, shot who is out there clamoring for kevin spacey's return right other than kevin spacey exactly yeah like was he also like producing and directing and writing this movie no or, like i don't understand why anyone <laughs> thinks that putting him in a movie in any role is a good idea i know the director came out and said yeah, Kevin was just such a delight to work with. He was cracking everyone up in between takes. I'm like, uh, like I don't <laughs> even know what to say to that. Wow. I know. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes from here. It will be. I mean... I'm not sure he's getting paid for it. Oh, really? Which may... I think they're holding his wages. Okay. But that doesn't make it any better. And right. like till when for what does that mean he's just getting like a back-end percentage or something from the profits or maybe fascinating some sound effects <laughs> what tv role in any show mm-hmm. do you think you yourself could play the best hmm probably samantha jones on sex in the city <laughs> Not nope. be, not because I have a lot of like slutting experience. Mm-hmm. Don't roll your <laughs> eyes like that. I don't. <laughs> but um, I just feel like I could deliver her puns so effortlessly. Okay. And I also feel like she just has this manner of speaking that's pretty easy to replicate. Yeah. I would love it if you played samantha jones you should come back for it in just like that season two <laughs> if they'll have me that's what he said <laughs> not really that didn't really work but i feel like mine is boring i feel like i would just pick angela from the office oh okay like just deadpan like 
kind of bitchy. Like, I feel like it would be easy for me to play because I am not, like, a particularly talented actress uh, in any capacity. Don't sell yourself short. Remember that video we made in seventh grade for Mrs. Wilson's life science class where we were talking all about the benefits of drinking milk? This is... Was it me, you, and Brooke? It was Brooke and Jen. Do you not remember this? It, it was is a talk all show. coming back to me now. Yes, it was a talk show, and you were the host. Oh my god! And yeah, and we let the three of us were guests on the talk show, talking about milk, like all the like have has calcium and vitamins A and D and all was of that. Was this part stuff? of like a got milk? project I think it might have been I don't think it was a contest but I feel like there were some people from the county or something that came in to do some kind of like (laughs) program in our class related to drinking milk I don't know I don't remember that was almost 20 years ago now that's, That's how you know you grew up in a small town. <laughs> right. That and the fact that we took three days off in eighth grade to get our little hunter certification card or whatever. I didn't. Okay, so they came in and I'm pretty sure we took at least two days. In my mind, it's three. It could be two. But we had like game wardens and stuff come in. And in one, they showed us pictures of like forest fires. Like, don't. Do you remember any of this? Are you sure this was eighth grade? I'm fair. Or was it sixth grade before I would have gotten there? Maybe it was sixth grade. Yeah, because I came to public school in seventh grade. So anyway, we took days off of class, and these people came in, and they there was a fire safety class. There was like a don't treat every gun like it's loaded. There was like a trapping person that came in and talked to us. And at the end of doing it, we got a little card that certified that we were qualified to then go get our hunting license wow yeah i don't i never did that i am sure of it please if anyone listening from clearfield (laughs) or any other small town in pennsylvania remembers this please let me know because i have told so many people about this because looking back it is unbelievable to me that that happened. Uh-huh. Although it is kind of responsible because we grew up in a really small town where everybody hunted. So at least this way people were getting some kind of education. Right. But in order to hunt as a kid, you have to pass a hunter safety course. Right. I think this, this was, counted as uh, oh, okay. that. But they required everyone to take it? We took days off class and we all did it. It's not something I signed up for. Because I would never have signed up for that. Right. And I remember getting my little card at the end. That's baffling. Yeah. I hope this is real. <laughs> I remember it. Like I'm... It was a very vivid dream. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I think we have time for one more question each. At okay. least. I mean, theoretically, we could go for hours, but... Who is the most annoying late night host? Oh, wow. That is currently on the air? I would say yes, but if you think of one who is no longer on the air, you could also mention that. While I am (laughs) tempted to say James Corden, because Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the correct answer, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go in a different direction and say Jimmy Fallon. I knew you were going to say one of those two. Yeah. Because because I agree. (laughs) Well, Kimmel is... 
Kimmel is fine. Yeah. I have no problem with Jimmy Kimmel. Agreed. And I really have no problem with Stephen Colbert. He's never been my favorite, but I respect him. He's not annoying. Right. And other than that, Seth Meyers kind of on a Jimmy Kimmel level for me. Yeah. Uh, and as for all of the retired people, they're all better than who's on the air right now, in Correct. my opinion. So, but Jimmy Fallon to me, there is something about him that is so disingenuous. Mm-hmm. I feel like he smiles, but his eyes just stay the same, hmm. which I mean, could be the plastic surgery, could be his alcoholism. Like, <laughs> I don't really know. He also, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think he's that funny. And I used to love Fallon when he was on SNL doing Weekend Update. Mm. Like, I think he's so charming and likable there, but I don't feel that way. Like, I feel like he's totally lost his spark now. Hmm. I don't know. I think the disingenuous one is uh, Gordon. Okay. I think that, like, I've heard, you know, stories, not firsthand, I guess, but <laughs> there are lots of. Um, stories floating around Hollywood and outside of Hollywood of people meeting James Corden and him being like really rude and not approachable and like having such an ego. But then like on the show, he's this big, happy, you know, affable personality that everybody loves to come and have fun with. And he's, you know, got this great energy and all this stuff. Right. And I think it's, like pretty clear based on how many accounts there are of him being rude to people that that's all just a persona. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. I want to believe that everyone on TV is going to be the same <laughs> off TV, but yeah. I don't think that everyone quite is. Um, I, I, th- I feel like Jimmy Fallon though might be more fun than James Corden off camera. Probably. So I guess that's why I would like him a little bit more. But I do find him, like, a little bit cloying at times, I guess, would be the word I'd use. I I guess maybe that's why I say disingenuous, because I almost just wish he would, like, tone it down a little. Mm. Like, I I don't... It feels like he's trying too hard Mm -hmm. to me, in a way. But I haven't watched his show in a long time. I did want to say, so James Corden is the most recent celebrity to come out and make some claim about their personal hygiene that is baffling. Uh, He said that that? he only washes his hair once every two months. Oh. And this is after, like, I don't know, who's Kristen Bell and her husband said that, like, all of them, their family was sleeping in the same bed. It was a waterbed that somehow a milkshake had gotten filled into like the water portion and then started to like go bad and they couldn't smell it because they were all just smelling each other and they don't like bathe that much wow okay (laughs) i did not hear any of that and then i think like i want to say now maybe this is all alleged because i can't remember all the details but i think justin timberlake and his person said they don't bathe their kids that often Hmm. anyway so james corden comes out and said that If I am ever famous, I'm going to say something so outlandish that is not true about my personal hygiene (laughs) habits. I'm going to say that I haven't showered in like 10 years (laughs) or something crazy because I feel like this stuff can't be real, can it? (laughs) I mean, maybe. Like, 
I, is anyone actually going to like pull Kristen Stu- or Kristen Bell aside and say <laughs> you smell with your millions of dollars that you're paying me, you know, on my housekeeper's salary, you know, <laughs> the only people who are smelling them probably are yeah. the people whose jobs depend on them. Oh my God. So what are they going to say? And all those, you smell now fire me. All those people eat weird food too. They so do. you know, they smell. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Final question. <laughs> Oh, which American Idol winner would you most like to never hear sing again? (laughs) That's a great question. Because I feel like the person I want to say, I haven't heard sing in years. Mm. So, which would be Taylor Hicks. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Uh, hmm. And I'm not sick of Kelly Clarkson or Carrie Underwood. Mm -hmm. Do you have an answer? Mine is also Taylor Hicks. Yeah. <laughs> but the good thing is you can avoid him pretty easily. Right. Yes. Yeah. He is not really in the forefront anymore the way that he was. Was he In, in 2006. <laughs> For like a week. I mean, he had a very popular album that came out after he won. And then he was never heard from again. Do you think American Idol will ever produce a winner that is relevant ever again? No. Yeah, I don't either. I did see it got renewed for another season on ABC. Okay. Which I didn't even realize that will be its sixth season on ABC. That's crazy to me. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. Literally nobody cares. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. I guess. Katy Perry was at the Met Gala. She was. It's, I don't. Somebody snuck that invitation to her because uh, I don't know how she is still relevant enough to get an invite. Well, then why was Gwen Stefani there? Well, fair. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> enough shade. Yes. So, I hope everyone enjoyed this. It was nice using this setup with each other. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed this a lot. I know. I wish we lived closer. I do too. But it's just. So hard being so far away from you. But distance makes the heart grow fonder. I was just going to say that. All right. Well, (laughs) follow us on Instagram at Televisionary Podcast. Follow us on TikTok at Televisionary Pod. And most importantly, copy the link to this episode and share it with a friend. Yes, please do. And share it by word of mouth, too. Absolutely. Tell all of your friends and family members and coworkers and grocery store cashiers yep. to listen. USPS carrier. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. The, your arresting officer. Mm-hmm. Like, just tell them all about <laughs> Televisionary. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. Correct. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Everyone will want to hear about it. Yes. <laughs> and... Don't tell them that my voice cracks on the word want sometimes or lots of other words quite I do, often. I don't even hear it anymore. Don't you? Because <laughs> no. I do. I don't. I have to live with this voice. <laughs> I love my voice. I love my singing voice. I can't wait to hear it tomorrow night, bringing it full circle. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it either. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks. We appreciate you and hope you have a great day. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to Televisionary. If you like what you heard, share this episode with a friend. You can follow us on Instagram at Televisionary Podcast, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Bye.